<clears throat> all right, good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Kedushin, Tafnun Aleph, starting at a fresh Mishnah. And at the conclusion today, just to give you uh, what to look forward to, we have one of our famous Ya'al Kigams, uh, one of the famous times in Shas, one of only six times when we paskin like Abaye over Rava. So we'll start that sugya toward the bottom of Nun Aleph Amad Aleph. We'll wrap it up at the top of Nun Bez Amad Aleph, about a quarter of the way down to the two dots, where you can see there that it says, But let's first get there. The Mishnah writes, A man who tries to propose to a mother, to a woman, and her daughter, or to two sisters, but he does so in one transaction. At the same time, so the Mishnah says, Stop it. You're fired. It's true, actually, though you're right. Okay. Umaisa, we'll see soon that this mission is not so pashut, but Umaisa, there's a story. With five women. And of the five women, two of the women were sisters. They were sisters. And the other three were not related to one another or to those two sisters. And Adam a man did a collection of and it was theirs. This, these words require some commentary, but not now. Bishal Shviz Haisa turns out that it was actually Perus Shal Shviz. He said, This is not a very good idea. Do not try this at home. He proposed to five women with a basket of Shviz. One of them is like, All right, this uh, sounds like a reasonable idea, which clearly means it's not a reasonable idea. What's Alacha? So it seems to be that the achayos, that the sisters are not mekudashos. We're going to be analyzing this in a moment. Says the Gemara, seven lines from the bottom, second line of, line of the wide lines on Nunamid Beis. How do we know that this kedushin of two sisters or a mother and a daughter, when they're done in the same moment, how do we know that that kedushin is a zero? Says the Gemara, we know that a woman and her sister cannot be taken to become tzoros to one another. Tzoros is the famous Lashon from Aseches Yevamos. Tzoro is the kowai. They dislike each other. They're married to the same person. There's a tension there. So whenever we have a scenario, whenever you have two sisters that become tzoros to one another, there will be no purchasing. There will be no kinyanim. Not for either of them. And even though in theory you could have married only one of them, but when you tried to marry two, you married zero because that's a, a drush and chumash that you're not allowed. Omar le Rava, Yihachi Rava pushes back and says, I'm not sure I understand how you understand the psukim. Why? The Pasuk says, that the people who do this are going to be chayav kares. But how can you be chayav kares if you never got married to either of them? Kharis is a very severe punishment, and it applies in this scenario where one woman is married and the man sleeps with the with his with his sister. But says the Gemara, It can't, it has to be that there's some if you're if you're learning from there, then you have a problem. Because the, the Psukim seem to say that, that there is some level of kedushin. So therefore, Rava disagrees, seemingly, with Rami Barfuma. And three lines from the bottom, Rava says, Hello, Amar Rav, excuse me. The Pasuk is talking about marrying one sister after another. I married Rachel, and then I tried to marry Leah. By Rachel, the first Kiddushin was Chal. 
because it was a regular one-woman marriage. When I tried to marry the second woman, that's when the Isra Karis uh, snuck in. Yeah, absolutely. And that makes perfect sense. Umas Nisan, and our Mishnah adds, Whenever we have a scenario, that whenever you can't do two things in sequence, then by definition, then had it been done at the same time, it also won't work. So these are our layers, according to Rava. Layer number one is the Pesukim and Chumash. What does that mean? The Pesukim and Chumash say that I married Rachel. If I then tried to marry Leah, that second Kedushin isn't Chal. If I sleep with Leah, then I'm Chayv Kares for for sleeping with the sister of my wife. That's not allowed. And the Mishnah is like Rabbah. And the Mishnah is adding in that when it's done ke'achas, that any time we have that it's not allowed, then pashat that be'achas, it's not allowed. That's what's going on in our Mishnah. And that is the line that we're going to analyze at length right now, two lines from the bottom end of the line, Gufa. Omar Rabbah, Rabbah says, Rabbah wanted to make an extension from the Pasuk. What he wanted to say is that if two things can't happen in sequence, right? If I can't marry Leah after I marry Rachel, if I marry Rachel on January 1st and I try to marry Leah on January 2nd and the marriage to Leah doesn't work, then by definition, if I tried to marry both of them at the same time, Rabbah says, then it will not work. And the Gemara poses one, two, three questions on this Shita of Rabbah. Let us analyze. Esve Abaye. Abaye asks Akasha on Rabbah. Top of Nun Aleph Amad Aleph. These pages are deceiving. They're really full-length pages. They're just shaped differently. Um, and the next page is shaped differently and not short. So these are bigger blot. We will get done at some point tonight. I don't know when. Hamar Bebe Meiser. Let's say a person breaks the general rules of Meiser. And we're talking here about Meiser Peros. So the halacha is, as Rashi says, take a look at Rashi. Hamafresh Echad Mechamisha. If you separate one-fifth, which is 20%, so we have a scenario where you're taking more than 10%. So let's say that I have um, uh, 50 pieces of fruit and I give 10 pieces of miser. So that's too much. Miser would have been five. I gave 10. So the halacha is, the 40 fruits are fine, but the maisros are mekulkalin. The maisra is mekulkal, because you're not supposed to give more than maisra in these settings. You're not supposed to. But ve'amai, why would you say that that's the case? After all, we should have applied Rabba's rule. Neima kol she'eno eno. If you're not allowed to give 20%, so what if I gave 10% and 10%? You're not allowed to do that. So why doesn't Rabba's rule kick in over here? If it's true, if Rabba's right, that doesn't work and then it also shouldn't work, why over here did it work? We said that the payros were misukhanim. The first 40 fruits are fine. They shouldn't be fine according to Rabba. So says the Gemara, because Omar Lay, shiny miser, Meiser is different. Because there's a unique din that uh, that uh, exists only by the world of Meiser, where there are half-seas. What does this mean? The Omar Tiskadesh Palga de Chitza. If a person says, I want half of this stock to be Meiser, sanctified to be Meiser. So because you can take half of a fruit, half of a stock, half of a whatever, and turn it into Meiser, so that's a Chiddush by the world of of Meiser, and therefore we can't apply Rabba. It's a good kasha, but it's not a kasha that sticks 
against Rabbah because Rabbah's principle can't apply to cases that are unique. And the case of Miser has a Chiddush in it, which is the Isay Lechatzoy. So let's try asking from something that doesn't have Chatzoy. Every year I take my animals and I create a bottleneck in the pen so that all the animals can only fit one at a time. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The tenth one I paint. That's my din of Miser by Miser Behema. So there says the Gemara, you said the case of of Miser by Peros had a din of Chatzayin. Okay, five lines down. Oh, now I have a case where I don't have the concern about Chatzayin. You're also not allowed to do one after the other. You can't take the 10th animal and then paint the 11th animal. Can't do that. You can't do that. So then the Gemara says this, is, this would be a great raya for us that Rabbah's din should work, but what does Rabbah say? Or Rabbah, I should say. Let's say two animals sneak into the bottleneck in the 10th slot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Two animals that are smaller, whatever, they sneak into the 10th spot. The Quran Asiri, and verbally, you called those as the 10th. So then... Uh, and then also Asiri, and now you have 10 and you have 11. They're all mixed up with one another. So the halacha is that they're all treated as miser. So why would that work? If B'mezid, I tried to make the 11th into a miser, behema would not work. Then according to Rabbah, doing it Achas, also shouldn't have worked. Kasha and Rabbah. If Rabbah is right, that's something that can't be done. And for sure it can't be done. That's a kasha. Says the Gemara, you're a great kasha, beautiful, lambdas, great job. But there's also a chiddush by the world of Maiser Behema. And says the Gemara, eight lines down, two lines into the wide line, shiny Maiser Behema. To Isay Betos, that we have a unique chiddush dekadin by the world of Maiser Behema, that when there's a ta'us, that that we still count as Maiser. That's not true by other things. It's true over here. What's the case? It's not. The Mishnah writes, this is a Mishnah. Uh, in Maseches Bechoros and in Maseches Erevin, it's not. Karelet Shi Asiri, if you call the ninth out of ten animals the tenth, Ule Asiri Tashi, and the actual tenth one, you called the ninth, Ule Achadasar Asiri, and you called the eleventh the tenth, Shloshtan Mikudoshin. So therefore, we see that there is a Chiddush by the world of Maeser By the world of Maeser we allow for Taos. When there's a Taos, all of them are Mikudoshin. Can't be done to mace it, but if it's done to that's a chiddush tikkun. And whenever there's a chiddush, we cannot learn from there, and therefore, no longer akasha on rabba. As of now, rabba's din still stands. That whenever we see that we can't do two th- two things in sequence, such as marrying one sister after the next, we therefore would say we cannot then do those two things at the same time. <clears throat> Let's ask Akasha and Rabbah from the world of Toda. We know that when the Korban Toda was brought, that there were 40 lechamim, 40 pieces of bread that were brought. 10 of them were matzah, and 30 of them were regular chametz. Probably smelled amazing. No? <laughs> you have the smell of blood, raw carcasses, korbanos, the huh? And fresh baked bread. Fresh baked bread. It's a fresh fest. It'd be amazing. 
So says the Gemara, what about Toda? Toda doesn't have the problems, doesn't have the chidushim of the previous cases. The lesa betos, you can't make a toast of 40 extra loaves. That doesn't work. But lesa nami bezachar, that's also usher to say, here are the 40 loaves. And then in the next sentence and say, and here are another 40 loaves. No, no. So we should apply Rabbah's rule over here. Yet that doesn't seem to be Chizkiah's opinion because ve'itmar, we have a statement in the Amoraim, a memra. Toda shenishchata al shmonim chalos. If the korban toda was shechted, and what was provided was way more than the necessary forty, but rather eighty, what does Chizkiya say? Chizkiya Amar mitoch shmonim. He says forty of the eighty count, but why? That should not work according to Raba. If bazeh achar zeh won't work, then bevas achas it shouldn't work either. So in your in your case of Toda Shinishkata and Shmonim Chalos, and Chizkiya says that it works, Chizkiya is breaking the rule of Rabbah. And Chizkiya is uh, is um he's not he's not a, a lightweight, he's another he's another Amora. But how can Rabbah say this? Rav Yochanan Amar, Rav Yochanan is a dissenting opinion against Chizkiya. He's not where Arkashia comes from. He agrees with Rabbah, but nevertheless, we seem to have Akasha on the Shita of Rabbah from the world of Chal. Says the Gemara, not a good argument. A third of the way down, give or take, don't we have a statement about this already? A statement about this din of Toda? Amr Rabbi Yishuv and Hakol Modim, everybody agrees. If somebody says, I have 80 loaves of bread, 40 of them are muktash to be part of the Korban Toda, everyone agrees, Kachi, that that counts. Lo what if a person says the 40 are nothing unless 80 count to, right? So then for sure that's not going to work low kaji. So then where is the machlokas of Chizkiah and Rabbi Yochanan? Lo Here we're talking about a case where he just stopped nothing. He didn't make any special stipulations or articulations. And the guy brought 80 but didn't say boo about the fact that he brought 80 loaves of bread. The Kohanim are looking at this guy. They're like, what is going on here? Like, why is he 80? But he didn't say anything. So then we have a machlokas as to how we look at those 80. Mar Savar, according to Chizkiah, who accepted the first 40, what must he have been thinking about the extra 40? Says the Gemara, Savar le'achrai is kamechabe. He was just achrayis. He's just covering his bases. If the first 40 fall into a puddle of mud along the way, so then uh, no problem. We have an extra 40. It's backup. Boy Scouts, be prepared. So they, Chizkiah maybe was just saying those extra 40 were for nothing in particular. According to Rabbi Yochanan, who says that that there's nothing going on here. All 80 of these are not chala. So then the Gemara says that's because he assumed that they were for just making the korban bigger than it was supposed to be. That you're trying to make it into 80 lobes when you're not allowed to. So therefore, the Gemara basically tried to shut down Rabbah's opinion. Rabbah's opinion stands the test of time. And therefore, if we were post which we're not, we should assume, based on this Gemara, that whenever we see in the Torah that one thing cannot be done after another, it also means they can't be done at the same time. If they can't be done then it can't be done with the exceptions of Meiser, with the exception of what was the second case, of regular Meiser pairs, of Meiser Behema, and potentially Korban Toda, depending on how you hold. As a little bit of a side note in this, so give a Rava, Lama Lei Lishnuye Kirava. 
why is Rava and uh, Rabba, why are they inter interacting toward the bottom of the page on Nunamud Bays where we started? We saw that they had uh, different approaches here. And Rava invoked the Shita of, Rav, of Rabba. Rava, remember, Rava had a difficult time with our Mishnah. He said it has to be that the Psukim are talking about Bezeacharzeh, and Rava is talking about Bevasachas. So why did he have to invoke Rava's name? Remember, Rava was the next generation of Rava. Says the Gemara, Tepuklei, perhaps we should say by the sisters, forget about Rava. We have another reason why it should be the case that they should not be married. Tepuklei, Kiddushin She'ein Mesurin Labiyaninu. That uh, we're dealing with a case scenario of Kiddushin She'ein Mesurin Labiya. If you have a Kiddushin where Bia is not a possible aftermath of the Kiddushin, then that's not Kiddushin. Well, that's a machlokas, as we're soon going to see. That's the kuf in Ya'al Kiga. Um, we're going we're gonna to get there. So it's the kuf, is that right? Just make sure. Yeah, that's the kuf in Ya'al Kiga. So we'll see soon that we pass in like Rabbah. But the Gemara says that Rava was concerned about this, that why wouldn't you say that it's also the concern about Kiddushin Shein Masur and Libya? Says the Gemara, the Devar of the Rami Bar Rava was speaking on behalf of Rami Barchama. He wasn't talking about his own shitas. He was just trying to make things smooth for Rami Barchama because Rami Barchama had quoted a pasuk that didn't make any sense. Rami Barchama had used the pasuk of and a drusha from there that uh, is not allowed. That, that didn't work because then there was no way to create kares. If the pasuk's talking about then we have no scenario of kares. That's why Rava came in and explained on behalf of Rami Barchama, but it wasn't his own shita. Now we're going to dig into this machlokas of Kedushin Shein Masur and Itmar, a little bit more than halfway down, two-thirds of the way down on Nunala Famaral. The Gemara says, Itmar, Kedushin Shein Masur and if we have a marriage, and the marriage is not able to lead to Bia, Abaye Omar, that even though there's no Bia, it's okay, Havu Kedushin, that's considered a marriage, and because they can't have Tash Mishamita, fine, they have to get divorced, I understand, but the mechanism, the mechanics of marriage were successful, and they're halachically married. Rava was of the opinion that they are not married. If the marriage itself, the mechanics of the marriage, cannot lead to a mutter bia, done. Conversation's short, conversation's over, you're not married. Zero. Omar Rava, Rava who says that this isn't even a marriage at all, he says, Barahina Asberali, Barahina explained to me as follows. And the Pasuk says, Ki ikach ish isha uve Allah. look at the Pasuk itself. This is such a good raya, a classical text proof from a Pasuk in Chumash. The Pasuk says, where is this Pasuk in Dvaram Chavdalet? Ki ikach ish isha, when a man takes a wife, uve Allah, and he is intimate with her. Super simple. Kiddushin a Masurin Labia, have a Kiddushin. Kiddushin Shein Masurin Labia, love, have a Kiddushin. Hey, you could teach this to a second grader. <laughs> the Pasuk is so clear. It's obvious, according to Rava, who learned it from, uh, what's his name, Bar Ahina, that only Kedushin that can be followed by a Bia is considered to be actual Kedushin. We're going to have a whole host of questions here. One, two, three, four, five, six questions, and then we'll finish the day with Paskening Lakabaye. But let's dig into each of the six questions. It's not seven lines or so from the bottom. I'm a Kadesh Isha Uvita, a man who marries a woman and her daughter, oh, Isha ve'achosa ke'achas, or a woman and her sister at the same time. This is our Mishnah. Einan mikudashos. They're not married. What's the diuk from here? Ha'achas me'isha uvita, oh, me'isha ve'achosa mikudashos. 
the Mishnah seems to frame it that you're not married to either of them. But perhaps as a diuk, we could say that you're married to one of them. That's implied from our Mishnah. And if in fact that's true, that's a beautiful raya for Abaye, because Abaye said that if there is Kiddushin, there's Kiddushin. Okay, it's not a good Kiddushin, it's not wonderful, it's not great, you need to get divorced, whatever. But Lamaisa is still Kiddushin. Vamai says the Gemara, we should have said Kiddushin Shein Misurn Labia, Ninhu, this should be Tiyufta de Rava. Rava wanted to say that it's not even a marriage. But there's a deal from our Mishnah that if a man says, I'd like to marry you and your daughter, and the Gemara said, the Mishnah says, Enemikudeshes, Enemikudosho is plural. But Lamaisa, there's a deal that perhaps she's married to one of them. And that's a raya for Abaye against Rava. The Gemara says, Amar Lach Rava, that's really adorable that you're bringing a, a question for me from our Mishnah. But Ulatamech, according to you, Ema Sefa, you should look at the end of that Mishnah because the end of that Mishnah is going to be a thorn in your side, Abaye. Why? There's a story with five women, of whom two of which were sisters. So this guy took a basket of dates that belonged to them. That the sisters are not married. And what's implied from here is that of the five women, <coughs> the sisters were the ones who were not married. But the three randoms, those were the ones who were married. So now, Rava, in his pushback to Abaye, analyzes what our Mishnah really means. Hechidami, what's going on with our Mishnah? If really the accurate, correct language of our Mishnah is the language of Kulchem, I want to marry all five of you. So then, Kani at vechamorhu, ve'at chamor lokana. We're dealing with a case of purchasing you and your donkey. Donkeys have no kinyanim. And therefore, this is a catchphrase, a colloquialism. And if you look in Rashi at the bottom of the page, he doesn't give a marimakom, but he does explain a little bit, two lines from the bottom, toward the end of the line, If you make a conditional kinyan that both of you need to accept, nobody should get it. The, the, the ubar is not balolam. So if you say to the baby who's in utero and the baby who's not in utero, the one-year-old, I have a gift for you. It belongs to nobody. So says the Gemara at the bottom of the page, if in fact the language of our Mishnah really was Kulchem, the whole thing is Miraf Sinigra. Nothing. Nothing. You can't say to five women, I'd like to marry you. Because if you can't marry the two sisters, by definition, you can't marry the three Nachrios. So therefore that doesn't work. Ella says Rava, Pushing back on a by top of Nun Aleph on the base, we're going to be going about a quarter of the way down to Nun Beze Nun Aleph. It must be that our Mishnah's language is wrong. It rather should be the language of the Amar Lahu Achas Mikem. I'd like to marry just one of you, not Kulchem, just one of you. And there we see that the sisters are not married. So Rava has now shown Abaye that there's no Kedushin even by sisters. We have to change the language of the Mishnah, Rava says, change it from Kulchem to Achas Minkem. But in doing so, we now have Kasha back on Abaye from, <laughs> from our Mishnah. <coughs> so the Gemara says, Our Mishnah is very difficult. 
So we, when we learn Mishnais, we learn them like, okay, whatever. No, they, these, the Dakus Halashon, the Resha does not work for Rava, and the Seifa does not work for Abaye. So now Abaye and Rava are both on the hook. They got to figure out how to read our Mishnah. <clears throat> you have to remember that this is a couple hundred years after the Mishnais were codified, and they still didn't know how to read the Mishnais. It's so foreign to us. We have Kahati, we have English, we have, they had no idea what Pshat in the Mishnah was. And we think we get it, you know, it's like so cute. So, <laughs> so the Gemara says, then Allah from the base, three lines down, Abaye mitars the time. Abaye has to rework our Mishnah and Rava as well mitars the time. Let's go through both shitas. Abaye, let's remember what Abaye holds. <clears throat> Abaye says that there is Kedushin, even though the Kedushin doesn't lead to Bia. Let's remember that's our... Uh, that's our uh, center of the bullseye that we have to hold on to. So Abayi Matar, the time, four lines down. That's a quote from our Mishnah, that if a man tries to marry a father and a daughter or two sisters, they're not married. What's the deal from there? But one of those two women will be married. Perfect match for Abaye. that Kedushin, which does not lead to Bia, is still Kedushin. And Vim Amar, this is in addition to our Mishnah. This doesn't exist in our Mishnah. Abaye was hard at work to change things. Here, look at what he did. Vim Amar haru'uya labia tiskadeshli enemikudeshes. He put in words that couldn't possibly match his shita better. What does he say? Haru'uya <laughs> that one who is fit to me for bia will be married to me. And that's nobody because you're talking to two sisters and you can't marry both sisters. So therefore, enemikudeshes. What about the story at the end of the Mishnah? We said of the five women, two of whom were sisters, a guy picked up a basket of dates, the Amar, and he said, He parroted the same language from the Rasha and put it in the Seifa too. And he says that those of you who are fitting to marry me will be married. By rewiring the Mishnah to say exactly what Abai needed it to say is perfect. <laughs> it's not surprising, but it's perfect. So Abai is good, no problem at all. And on the first of the long lives, <clears throat> Rava, Rava Matarts the time as well. Rava says as follows If you marry at once a mother and a, and a daughter, even if you marry one of them, you're not allowed to marry any of them. There is no condition when it comes to marrying a mother and a daughter. There is no condition when it comes to marrying two sisters. So far, so good, because Rava held that there was no condition in a case where there was where Bia was not allowed after condition. How does he change the story? The story in our Mishnah of the five women, two of whom are sisters. This guy picks up a basket of dates. Listen to the language change. All of you, the all of you now doesn't refer to all five. The all of you refers to the randoms, the three women who are not related to anybody. Problem solved. Rava is able to maintain his shita here too by changing and editing the Mishnah. So no matter how we cut it, 
the Mishnah that we started with today on the bottom of Nunamid Bays is not the Mishnah that we concluded with because neither Abaye or Rava agree to that Mishnah. That Mishnah is Sosa itself from Reisha to Seifa. doesn't work. So if we were to pick up, I didn't check, but if you pick up a Kahati, he'd, he'd have to write in there that this Mishnah is not actually the conclusion. It's rather like Abaye or like Rava, and we'll soon see that it's like Abaye. That was question one, asked and answered. We thought we had a Kashya on Rava from the Seifa. Turns out we had a Kashya on everybody, and everybody answered it. Let's move to question two, a third of the way down on Nodalif on the base. A man who married off um, one of his daughters. The older girls are not included. Once you're of a certain age, a father cannot marry you off. What is implied from here is that but a father still has a responsibility to marry off his younger daughters. Why would you say that? This seems to be a tiyuv tadirava. Because we don't know which of the youngest girls he was trying to marry off. Maybe he has triplets. I did a bris today for twins. It happened they both happened to one boy, one girl. So it didn't really work. But let's say that it was. Uh, by the way, this was a real anomaly. This family had two sets of twins naturally, two years, a year and a half apart. Unbelievable. I'm like, that's locha. I told them something that I've told you before that the only difference between someone who has twins and triplets is that when you have twins, you think you can handle it. And when you have triplets, you know you can't. Correct. Then they offered me a cream cheese with corned beef sandwich. <laughs> a great capstone to the afternoon. Inside the house. Pasha. I don't think the sukkah was the biggest problem. Yeah, it was one of those days where you say a bore priyagafen and the room is completely silent. Mm-hmm. The raya brewer that a Kodesh Baruch who runs the world, because according to our own logic, there's no future. Saying, what do you, guy, he knows nothing. They live in the middle of nowhere. They're connected to nobody and nothing. But yet they found you, so you see there's hope. See there's hope. Huh? This kid, I guess, that off, right? Is it Kusher, Chris? Yeah, 58 years old. He's eight days old. He's only got started off, Yep. His name is Because they asked me what name is closest to Shia. So, so I said, Yeshaya. But they, they gave a secular English name. as Shia, whatever. Really? Yeah. I didn't dig. Okay. But Baruch Hashem, there's, there has to be, uh, there's a pint of a yid in there. You just got to make sure, yeah, they have kosher bris. Baruch Hashem. Omar Lach Rava, Rava says, this kasha about the the Bogros, the older sisters and the younger sisters, is not a kasha at all. It doesn't mean that Kiddushin, Shein, Masur, and Labiyah uh, is going to be a kasha against the Rava because um, as follows, Amar Lach Rava, what would Rava say? We're only dealing with a case where there's only one older sister and one younger sister. And therefore, because there's only one older and one younger, we're certainly not going to, the father's not going to marry off the older one. He has no achrayas to marry off the older one. The younger one is his achrayas. So he's going to marry off the katana. Habogros katana says, you can't say that. Amish, the Bryce says Bogros, that there's older sisters in the plural. Says the Gemara, my Bogros, Bogros to Alma. Just saying they have a bunch of daughters, but there's only one Katana. And because there's only one Katana, we know who's possibly getting married here. Yehachi <coughs> says the Gemara, my Lememra. That should then be obvious that he's going to marry off the Katana, because as mentioned, <clears throat> his Chiyuv is to marry off the Katana, not to marry off the Gdola. Says the Gemara, where the older daughter was the Shavise Shliach. The older daughter appointed him, the father, as a shliach. 
I have a kasha on this Kamara. We learned that children don't appoint their parents as shliach because it's a mechutzah. Okay, but Lamaisa, but nobody's saying she's a polite daughter, but if in fact she did the shlichus, it actually is shlichus. It still works, just not nice. Let's keep it up, eh? The shlichus could work as long as he's makabal to be the shliach. He has no chiv to help her anymore in a specific halacha. Why is that less mechutzah for a daughter? I know, but that's a, I thought it was out's kibbutz abayim that a child. Yeah, the difference being of the father can let this himself. You're sitting on the couch. I should go out. The daughter has no business going out looking for a husband. That's the father's responsibility. I wonder if it's different. Very good, David. I wonder. I have no idea. No idea either. Okay, I have no idea. I just thought it was a din, and I, I hear your hakira clear. It is, but it's only chutzpah under certain circumstances, I suppose. Wow. All right, we have to go Maybe. back and look at that other sugya and our makopas there. Very good, thank you. It's a halfway it's done. Clear, but I wonder culturally, so it's Could be. But even here, she's a bogaris. She's not even... In the limelight right now. He's a real shliach. It's true. I don't know. Meaning, at younger ages, he can be macabre on her behalf. Without her, without shlichus. She's on her own. We'll see soon. We'll see soon. She's on her own. Says the Gemara, Mahu de Tema, you might have thought, Ki Makabel Kidushe, that when he is accepting Kidushna, Daita di Daka for the older daughter for whom he was made a shliach. Kamash Malan, that that's not what, what he would do. The Lo Shavik Inish Midi, the Isli Hana Mine, that the husband, I should say the father of these two daughters, is not going to ignore a scenario where he has what to gain. <coughs> what does that mean? It means that with his younger daughter, he gets to keep the Kedushan money. With the older daughter, he doesn't. So he has a motivator to marry off his younger daughter. It's pretty narcissistic, if you ask me. I'm just saying if I had an older daughter, you know, the Pasuk in Chumash by Lavan, you know, uh, uh, but nevertheless, and maybe with a person's motivations, a father would not uh, put preference over the older daughter instead of the younger daughter because with the younger daughter, he gets the money of the Kedushin. Says the Gemara, wait one second. In regards to the older daughter, she's an old maid already. She's, you know, 16 and she's ready to get married, but she hasn't found her suitor yet. She says to her father, you be my shliach, you keep the kedushin. I just want to get married. So perhaps that's the case. The Gemara says, even if that's true, that the father was able to get kedushin from both the older daughter and the younger daughter, he's still going to service the younger daughter. Because because a father who has an opportunity to do a mitzvah that is incumbent upon him will not ignore one that isn't. Namely, his obligation to his younger daughter is more than the obligation to his older daughter who's no longer in his uh, halachic sites because she's a bogeris. She's, uh, she's a baschiyu already on her own. Unbelievable. All right, so that was question two, tried. Uh, that didn't work either. So let's ask uh, our third question, halfway down on an aleph, an aleph at the end of the line, Toshma. Okay. A man got married twice, or a man is married to two people, and he has daughters from both marriages. Two daughters from two marriages. So he married Rachel and had two daughters. And then after that, he married Leah and had two daughters. The two daughters of Leah are both younger than the two daughters of Rachel. The Omar 
I said the phrase that I was going to marry off my oldest daughter. But the problem is, I don't know if I meant Rachel's oldest, or Leah's oldest, or the youngest of Rachel's, who's older than both of Leah's kids. <laughs> so let's say this is the case. There's four girls. The older three girls are all potential candidates for Gedolah. And we don't know what to do. So the Gemara says, Kulan Asuros, Chutz Miktana Shebektanos Tibi Rabmeir. Rabmeir says that the youngest of the four daughters is considered to be stuck. She's married, even though she probably didn't want to be married. So says the Gemara, <clears throat> oh, that's a Kasha then, because we see over here that there is marriage, there is Kikushin, even if it's not Nimsar Lahia. The Gemara responds two-thirds of the way down, that case is actually not what we think it is. That case is Kishahukru Arvu. Hitaka knew on day one which daughter he was talking about, but he forgot. It's not the best uh, executive functioning skills, but he forgot. And De Kanami, the Gemara says, I could bring you a Raya Brura that this is in fact the case. The Katani, Eni Yodea. I don't know. Velo Katani, Eni Yodua. It is not known. I don't know. I forgot. It's not that it is unknown. I just don't remember. Yahi says the Gemara, Maila That case is Pashut. If you have a case scenario like that, then of course it's going to be the case that the youngest daughter is the only one who's eligible. Says the Gemara, People won't speak in these terms and uh, and end up in cases of suffix, speaking broadly about a gadola. You'll say, daughter X is going to get married to your son. Be specific. So we're going to maybe assume that people don't talk this way. Says the Gemara, People do talk this way and enter themselves into very complicated scenarios all the time. Could you imagine... Like if you're like at a place where there's like a bunch of Dayanim sitting at, you know, the rabbi's table at a wedding and a boy goes over, a father goes over to another father. One of my daughters will marry one of your sons and all the Dayanim are like, oh my gosh, like, what are we going to do? Calgary getting for everybody. It's a disaster. We'll see cases that are worse than that. So that case also, uh, we, uh, we have asked and answered. We tried asking again on Rava, no dice. Question number four, 12 lines or so from the bottom of the page, Toshma. A man who married one of two sisters. So identical twins can't tell them apart. Whatever. You just read me kudeshously. One of them took them and they're both playing the game. Nobody knows who's who. So we see that the Kedushin is Chal. How do we see the Kedushin is Chal? Because they need a get. So that's a Kasha and Rafa. Rafa said that in such a case, in such a case, it should be the case that nobody's married. So then we should have no kid. But over here, it seems that Abai is right. The Gemara says, on here too, this case is an abnormal case. He knew, the husband knew, the guy proposed to one, he just, he's not again, he's not such a mutzlach. So he doesn't know which woman he proposed to. They look very similar. So it says the Gemara, Dekanami, I can prove this as well, because here too, if you look one line up, it says, Ve'eno yodea. So Dekanami, Dekatani, Eino yodea, Velokatani, Eino yodua. So this case also is different. It says the Gemara, Yachi, if it's true that he knew and just doesn't remember, Maila Memra, that's Pasha that he'd have to give a get in both of those cases. He knew at the moment, he knew that's a, that's a chalos, that's a real Kedushin, Pasha that he, he's going to have to divorce both women if he doesn't know who's who. Wow. 
why don't we ask the women that's not brought up in the Gemara? Ask them. Ask them. As I said yesterday, and as we've said a hundred times, halacha is always taught at the edge of reality because that makes everything within reality much more understandable because there are iterations of cases like this that can happen. Let's say you propose to one of these women and one of them dies and the other one has amnesia. Okay, so now can that other women, woman ever get married? Don't know. So that's this Gemara. So it says the Gemara that in such a case, why do we need that case? That should be Pasha. Seifa, it's Rechale. We need it for the Seifa. All right, let's get into some Yuvamos. The Gemara says, Meis velo ach echon. If a man dies and he had a brother. So Cholets lishtehen. So then there has to be Chalitza for two of them. Hayilo Shnaim. If he had two brothers, Echad Cholets Echad Miyabim, then there has to be one Chalitza and one Yibum. In Kadmovakin, so in Motsiano Samiyadam. And if that brother married before Chalitza, which he should not have done, then they are going to, then we don't make them get divorced. And Davka Michlats Vahadur Yibumi, when there are two brothers, we should do Chalitza first and Yibum later. Aval Yivume Vahadur Michlats is a bad idea. Lo, the Kapaga Vahos Zikukaso. Because in such a case, when there are two women, um, and we're not sure who's the Avama and who is not the Avama, so if you do Yibum on a woman thinking she's your Yavama and you're wrong, then the other woman is still Zakuka Yibum. She's stuck. And that's not good either. So therefore, that's not something that we should do. So asked and answered again. Question number five. Tashma. Shnaim Shekichu Shteachayos. Two men married two sisters. Two random men married two sisters. They have no idea what they did. Everybody has to write a get to both women. So Chaim writes a get to the two sisters, Rachel and Leah. And Ruvain writes a get to the two sisters, Rachel and Leah. <coughs> and again, Kasha and Rava, because we see over here... <clears throat> That there are gitten, which means that there's kedushin, even though the kedushin wasn't imsar labia. So that's a kasha and rava. So the Gemara responds, Achanami, this case is also not a raya of sofmis arvu. Over here, says the Gemara, here too he knew what was going on. They the husbands knew initially when they proposed, they knew who was who. And de kanami de katani that this brisa also said eno yode avlo katani ein yadu ashmamina that that case is an, an abnormal case. Their original kedushin was chal because hukru in the beginning they knew who was who. So if they're marrying the twin sisters Chaim and Ruvain, look nothing alike. They're not related to one another. Done from different families. They married twin sisters and like uh, was I was friends so I can't remember. Can't remember. So that maybe they have amnesia. Something not normal is happening. But the, the Gemara says, if you're ukinta of the brisa, is that it, they actually was, were hukru in the beginning, that they knew who they married. Why why did you, why, you write the brisa? If it's hukru, then, then, then obviously they're going to both need to write get into both women. Can't sleep with either of them. Can't be married to either of them. Says the Gemara, we need it for the safe. What's the seifa? If they died, both men died. So the two twin sisters, they're alive. They're both of their husbands died. And each of the brothers, each of the husbands had a brother. Each woman has to do chalitza to all men. So Chaim has a brother, Ruvain has a brother. And uh, Rachel and Leah have to do chalitza four times, two each. Uh, for each, they each have to do uh, chalitza on everybody. The cholitz the shteim is a cholitz the shteim. 
Now, what if let's say Chaim had one brother and Ruvain had two brothers, a slight change in the case, turning to the top of Monbez and Aleph, says the Gemara, one woman should do chalitza to two men. Echad of the two men, there's two of them. For one of them, we do chalitza. And for one of them, we do yibum. And if there wasn't a marriage to one of them, but that's actually not the right thing to do. We should do chalitza first. But should not be done. Why? Um, and, but she can't marry uh, a random person because she has uh, she's a kukaliyava. She she has a zika to somebody, so you can't just go marry somebody. That's not right. The original husbands are dead, and you do you just go out and marry a random guy. That's not allowed. That's not allowed. So therefore, this again asked and answered on Rava, <clears throat> and here is going to be the final makibapatish <clears throat> question, which will lead us to our conclusion. Sorry for the longer shear, just a longer blot, but we're almost done. We're on Nun Bez Madala, four lines down. Tashma, the Tani Tivyumi, Tivyumi taught us. Lazecha Mishabanim. Oh my gosh. One guy had five sons. For Lazecha Mishabanos. Oh my gosh. Okay, the permutations of the math. Who could possibly be married to who? Literally the worst possible phraseology ever with this number of children was that language. Kol achas ve'achas tzricha chamisha gitin. Every single, there's 25 gitin are written on the spot. All of them need divorced. Okay. Meis echad mehem. If one of the brothers die, then the problem is that we don't know who's married to who, but now we have a yibum situation where each of the remaining women, five women with a potential zika to any of four men. It's not good. So now we need uh, four gitten and we need four chalitzas. Well, four chalitzas total, 20 gitten. Four chalitzas per person. One woman does four chalitzas and, e and no, each woman. One no, she has to do chalitza for all the. And only one of the brothers. Oh, you're right. Once it's done, it's done. Once the chalitza is they're, done, they're for sure brothers. One died. You're right. Absolutely right. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. That's even what the words say. Okay, so the gitten we can't get around because that's marriage. Her, her, right, because they're all brothers. So therefore, the zika that she has is severed with this chalitza. And the chitema, if you want to say in this case, that's definitely not true. In all of the previous cases, when we said that there was an initial knowledge and then he forgot, but here the language was, he is rejected. Rava is rejected from this brisa. And therefore, what do we see? And the kuf is where we started a long time ago. Which is Kedushin HaMesur and Labiyah is Havu Kedushin. That's how we paskin like Abaye. We paskin that in these marriages that are not able to lead to Bia, there still is considered to be a marriage. And if that's true, that when these scenarios do come up, they're not stunned that they just walk away from one another just because there can't be Bia. If there can't be Bia, but there was Kedushin, Lamaisa, they're married. And therefore, they need to get to continue. We'll pick up right here, Mir Tashem, tomorrow night. Wishing you all a beautiful night.